All right, so welcome to the Blockade Runner Podcast, Star Wars Celebration Day One. Um, this is John with Dan and with Chris. Hello. Chris is very sleepy, so he may only be here in spirit. We're not sure. <laughs> I mean, like he is literally here, but he may only be on the podcast in spirit. Um, we'll decide. But anyway, we're just going to do a quick one today because there wasn't a ton to see at Celebration. Uh, I mean, there was a ton to see at Celebration, but like in terms of what we're going to talk about on the podcast and things like that, I feel like um, doing a show tomorrow night is going to be really exciting. And um, Saturday or Sunday night, if we do a show, We'll do a show one of those nights. That stuff should be pretty exciting too. But um, today was just all about checking out the show floor and kind of cruising McCormick Center and uh, and sort of checking everything out. So, uh, what are you guys' impressions of the show today? Um, it was pretty packed in the exhibit hall, but that's kind of to be expected with no panels happening, nothing else really going on. Um, but you know, typical exhibit floor. I thought of like. They weren't missing anything that I can remember from past years. It seemed kind of just to be the the usual thing to me. Yeah, I mean, you've got lots and lots of vendors selling, you know, Star Wars toys and Star Wars merchandise and collectibles and things like that. Um, so that stuff was cool. Chris, you got, like, some sweet sort of, like, tack boards, like 1983, or they Return of the Jedi? Yeah, tack boards from Return of the Jedi, yeah. I, I got them because the artwork was... I love the artwork. It was just something different, colorful and old yeah. style. Yeah, and Chris is always kind of the best at finding that kind of stuff. Like, he always gets these uh, cool placemats, and uh, well, a bunch of us have gotten the uh, trucker hats in the past. Many, you know, fifteen years ago at Celebration. Yeah, I got a really. They're cool. They're getting rare now. Yeah, it's I saw two to find today, so. but the hats. Yeah, but even just stuff from that era, like yeah. I found the I found the uh, the erasers, Return of the Jedi erasers, and you know pencil kits and stuff. But like that stuff was everywhere at Celebration One in '99. <laughs> not quite so much now. So, um, so you found a lot of that stuff. So there's those kind of vendors um, on the show floor. And of course, there's also like the um, what would you call them? The licensees, Funko, right. Hasbro, Gentle Giant, Lego, Lego, um, all that kind of stuff was there too. Del so. Ray. Delray, yep. So we scoped out all those booths, which was cool. Um, the Hasbro booth is really cool this year, I think. I, you know, um, definitely some good stuff. And the, and the everything, all the cases are covered up in the middle, kind of. That we are going to have new product in them. You know, we hope some Episode Nine product, but definitely new product uh, in general, I guess. I think Episode Nine product, but I'm guessing Episode Nine, definitely. Yeah, I'm trying to remember back to like 2017 if the, if we saw Last Jedi toys though this early. I don't know for sure if we did or not. Probably did, but I can't remember. Should research that. Yeah, I don't remember. Yeah. So maybe it'll be like Mace Windu on a stap, you know what I mean? Like a preview type. Uh, I mean, it won't be him, but. (laughs) Maybe it will be. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) Let's hope. Yeah. Yeah. So there was that stuff. Um, So licensees, the vendors. um, Dan. Hardly any cosplayers though. Really, yeah, no, co- barely any cosplayers today, which is really weird. Um, I mean, they were there, but not like the full suits. You know, like more mask guys. Uh, you know, troopers. There was, and, yeah, there was not a lot of troopers, so maybe the five hundred first isn't really showing up yet. Chris and I were talking earlier. I don't think I saw a single stormtrooper. I don't think I saw one. Oh. It's crazy. Yeah, you could be right there. I always talk about celebration. It's like, yeah, you get into the. Uh, 
hotel elevator and you, and there's like three stormtroopers in there, you know? And, uh, I mean, we don't have a hotel this time because we're recording here from our, um, spacious, uh, Airbnb in Oak Park, Illinois, um, down the street from McCormick Center. So we don't have a hotel, but, um, yeah, no, I didn't see any stormtroopers anywhere. It was crazy. Yeah. So, and, and, and we did see a few cosplayers, but not a lot, you know, way less cosplayers than we normally would see. Right. And the, we talked earlier about possibly they're, the guys in the suits, they're just not in today, and then they'll cosplay maybe over the weekend, you know. I mean, today was just a weird day for celebration. I mean, it was good. It was a fun day, but it was a weird day for celebration in terms of no programming. And so um, I didn't know what to expect exactly, and maybe maybe cosplayers, a lot of them are just sort of waiting for the, you know, tomorrow's like the, f- the first real day of celebration. It's almost like a cold open. You know? y- yeah. And it was pretty cold, I would say, because um, a lot of the stuff didn't go the way it was supposed to. Like, basically, the store was the big fiasco today. Yeah, luckily we didn't try wasting our time with it. But reading the, hearing people on the floor and then reading things online as well, it sounds like some people spent upwards of nine hours getting all the way through that, which <laughs> boggles my mind. <sighs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, we looked into it at a certain point and went over and asked or whatever. Chris, you asked somebody about the line, or did you just hear from Dan from when Dan was checking online, or? That how long the line was? Oh no, yeah, it was somebody I was talking to. Yeah, I asked if they got in the if they even went to the store because they were leaving, and they said no. The line was like eight hours. Yeah, and by the time they got there, they actually got cut off. And then Dan found out after the fact that the payment, the point of sale payment system wasn't working uh, for a lot of people, and so maybe yeah, people were saying they would go up there to ring on their items, and it would not be in the system somehow. So sounds like they had a lot of technical oh, problems. Oops. And they actually yeah. put out a mm-hmm. statement on their Facebook page, uh, Star Wars Celebration, the official one, apologizing for it and say they're working on it to get everything resolved. So so maybe that's a good time for you, Chris, for your Tiki. Uh, you want your Rancor. The Rancor and Luke, uh, yeah, Tiki mug. Tiki mug. What's it called? What's the name of the company? Tiki. Geeky. Uh, Geeky, Geeky Tiki. Yeah. Geeky Tiki, yeah. The GT. Uh, yeah, so you wanted that and you were hoping you could grab it, but the, the line was just insane bananas. Um, I had people who were, um, hoping I could pick stuff up for them. Actually, Ryan's probably still in the air, but going to be landing soon in Chicago. Um, he was hoping I could go over to the Delray booth and grab him, uh, Master and Apprentice, the, uh, new book from Claudia Gray about Obi-Wan and Qui-Gon Jinn. Uh, which I'm excited to read. I really want to read that too. And there's a beautiful, beautiful um, celebration exclusive cover. It's like this painting of Obi-Wan and Qui-Gon together in like a swampy area. It's like really, it's like such a cool cover. Um, And uh, anyway, there's an exclusive version of that. And it comes with this cool like Obi-Wan and Qui-Gon pin too. Um, Anyway, they only sell a certain number each day. Ryan wanted me to pick that up for him. It sounded like they were having problems with their um, I mean, they, they sold the books. They When I got there, they said they'd already sold out of all the copies uh, for the day. Mm-hmm. Um, but then they were also telling me, if you want to buy, because they have a lot of books there you could buy, and they were like, if you want to buy anything, probably come back after 5 o'clock because we're having some problems with our payment stuff. So I don't know what the deal is, but maybe there's a hacker. Well, um, Maybe it's DJ you know, or I wonder the Master Codebreaker got in and <laughs> messed up all the payment systems or something. I'm wondering if, part of the reason they did a new day like this where they just have only the exhibit hall and store and stuff is to kind of try to get the kinks out before the majority of folks are showing up. Yeah, maybe. Maybe that wasn't the main goal, but they they could have kind of taken advantage of planning it that way. I don't know. It's just weird, though, because Pop does conventions like all the time. 
<laughs> you know what I mean? Like yeah, they're well, happening that's everywhere what all the time. Somebody else is saying they're like they do New York Comic Con and it's like two hundred thousand people. Yeah. Wow. And somehow, I don't know. The last three celebrations have all been kind of a cluster. Well, at well, least. <laughs> no, they turn out fine in the end. It's just they start out rough. I feel like you know. Don't you think? Yeah. No. I mean, it depends. Like if mm-hmm. you're. I guess if you want to buy stuff from yeah, the store, if you want stuff the store from the is store, always a You're mess. always going to get not what you. Yeah, yeah. You're going to get no pickle. The store thing just does kind of boggle my mind, especially in the day and age that we're in with, you know, how much of your shopping do you do online yeah. in general? Yeah. If Reed Pop can't do it, they should just farm it out to somebody else. I mean, there's plenty of capable vendors to do your well, online. Yeah, but you say that, like, how much of your shopping do you do? On, you do a lot online, but then, like, how often do you have 25,000 plus people in one small space all trying to buy things at the same time? You know what I mean? Like... I don't understand the whole like the sales weren't going through and the payment system being down. Like that seems well, kind of crazy. What I'm talking about. Yeah, like, but it's well, still no even, matter what, it's a logistic that. issue because you've got all these people in this small space and they all want to go into this one area and buy stuff. Like that's always going to be a nightmare. I feel like. Well, and why can't I just do this through the app? You have me register my badge so you know that I've bought a badge yep. and all that. Yeah. And just let people buy things on the app for the thing. You know, even if sure, don't let them buy twenty of an item or something like that but like then everybody gets a fair shake at least yeah and yeah. they don't have to waste their whole day yeah and and like if I go to a um, WWE wrestling show and I want to buy a t-shirt you can buy the t-shirt like on the app and then set it to pick it up at the table sometime during the night there you go instead of waiting in a line I mean there's still a line like to pick up from the table but well, it's a small line instead of <laughs> that's what was supposed to happen right yeah with this well, that's well part of partially said, oh yeah kind of, theoretically yeah. with the uh, light what is it? Yeah, light. Well, light I don't know speed. what they call it that that specific thing, but yeah, light speed something. Yeah, 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 light speed. Like you, you could buy stuff online, and then you could make a reservation or whatever for the light speed lane. I think, and then you just get in there and go pick up the stuff you already bought, right? But even too, the other thing I'm thinking is like, man, like how hard would it be to just put a bunch of this stuff up a month ahead of time and let people buy it anytime they want over the course of. You know, maybe you have a cutoff like two weeks beforehand and then they've already bought everything and then you just have the stuff ready to pick up at the show too, you know? Yeah. I don't know. Maybe people would spend less money if it's not an impulse thing, like when they're there on the day. Yeah, I think that's a lot of it. That's it's probably very well, But impulse. if they could still do both though, because if you had it available online, people go through and buy their things and whatever. You could have them have to walk through all the rest of the stuff to go pick it up. That would be fine. You know, yeah, it's got to be good for the vendors, though, because like if I have, you know, if for me, I'm not going to spend more than maybe like 50 bucks at celebration the whole time, like in terms of I'm buying stuff, you know what I mean? So I've got maybe, let's say my 50 bucks I'm going to spend and I can't get into the store and I saw some cool vintage, you know, Return of the Jedi poster for 50 bucks. It's like, I'll just go buy that instead. You know what I mean? So it's got to it's got to be probably good for for those people. Um. What aside, else? Aside from the store stuff, John and I went and walked through the uh, Rancho Obi Wan Rancho Obi Wan exhibit. And that was kind of cool. I mean, it was not huge, but it was it was neat. Yeah, they had a ton of cel- stuff from all the celebrations, which was probably the coolest part of it. Oh yeah, they said they were going to have that. I think was there a line to get into that or anything? It, like yeah, ten minutes, minimal. maybe yeah. we waited or something uh, to get in. Yeah, I want to check that out. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I'll go through it again uh, if you want to go through it sometime. But uh, I think the focus was. Um, uh, artwork from different celebrations of the past, so a lot of exclusive art from previous celebrations, uh, and then celebration merchandise from all the celebrations. So there was like a lot of like the 
badges and t-shirts and posters and hats and pins and like all the exclusive like the Lando mustache from Orlando celebration yeah, yep. 2010 uh, the Orlando mustache and just a lot of stuff like that so Chris I think you would definitely probably be pretty into that and then also um, Steve Sweet was sitting there doing autographs on I think he was some book, doing some books and things like that yeah uh, yeah yeah he said because um, on that podcast we were listening to uh, well I told you to listen to Chris I think Steve said uh, Steve Sandsweet said that he will sign anything uh, if you want you know, if you have a book of his or, you know, you want to buy a book there or just, he'll, I think he said he'd sign anything and he never will charge for an autograph. And it sounds like he's basically there all day, every day. I mean, you know, he goes and gets lunch or, you know, whatever. I think when we were walking through Dan, somebody was interviewing him actually. Oh, so okay. I don't know if we, I mean, we probably could have said hello, but I don't know. But, um, um, sign my chest tomorrow. There you go. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. So, um, and they've got a little store there, Rancho Obi-Wan. I mean, that's another example. Like, psh- there's a 10 minute wait to buy something at Rancho Obi-Wan and they have like cool sweatshirts and, you know, hats and just buy something there. If the celebration store can't, you know, yeah, there's plenty of options. Yeah. You can spend your money. Yeah. That's for sure. (laughs) I will say, um, one really good thing today is that it was like not, um, difficult to get in there really at all. Um, like we only waited in line for, we got there a little after one, it was probably like one 30 when we got there, one 45 maybe or something. Um, and it opened at one, but what did we wait? 10 15 minutes in line yeah, to get into the bad. building it wasn't bad at all mm-hmm. um so that's good so hopefully that bodes well for tomorrow um we'll see but uh yeah that was good um we ran into jason and gabe from blast points and got a sweet rick Oli uh yeah, sticker that was awesome that was cool they were very nice so it was fun to run into them again i ran into them in 2017 also um what <laughs> else happened at celebration today chris you're the only one who bought anything i think you know, I yeah. ate, I ate both my peanut butter and jellies with a, th- a thin layer of spicy, sweet and spicy Doritos in between. That is a celebration hack that uh, I always use. That was good. Um, um, they have some of the some new large scale, um, not dioramas, but like they had the Tie Fighter that they had at the last celebration, mm. but they had the X Wing, and I didn't remember seeing that before. Yeah, I didn't see the X-Wing today, actually, I don't think. It's kind of in that front area over by the cars. Yeah, yeah. it's right to the left of the cars. And okay. there is like a blockade runner section, which we'll have to check Yeah, out we got to take a photo like in the blockade runner when Ryan's here. Um, Where Vader, the spot where Vader busts in the door, you know, mm-hmm. so that should be cool. Um, What was the part that we didn't go into? We kind of looked in the back side of it where you, they had like prop stuff so you could go in and like mess with the switchboard yeah i think all that stuff is is i think there's fan groups that do the mod the like the prop building that build those things okay so they have the blockade runner hallway they have um the millennium falcon lots of stuff from within the millennium falcon Mm -hmm. that line was a little bit long that was the one we were looking in through the back yeah like when you first walk in it's like i think like classic trilogy style millennium falcon like hallway or whatever because they've always had that there like they bring it grows. Yeah. I think like the prop stuff grows, like where you can take pictures of it, like the speeder bike that's been there since 2010 right. was there and right. different things like that. But then also, um, yeah, they have like when you walk in there, there's like a tunnel you go through from the Falcon and they also have like the solo era Millennium Falcon, like all white with like yeah. the yellow benches and everything like clean and like new looking. Um, and it seems like you go in there, you just walk around and take a couple of photos and you could probably spend a few minutes in there. So. We were saying maybe when our kids show up on Sunday, that would be fun to take them in there and take a couple photos. So 
but that's really cool. Um, there's also the big Galaxy's Edge section, um, it, like little sort of exhibits or whatever on the show floor where you can go through and take different, you know, photos in, in the Galaxy's Edge um, area and learn a little bit more about Galaxy's Edge. That's cool, but it had a fairly lengthy line and I didn't really want to deal with that. So Yeah, and we could kind of see into most of it. It's not like it was really walled off or anything. So. Yeah, it's. It, I think like the photo opportunities or the photo ops are the most exciting part, you know, because you could sit in like a, like they had like the tram or the car or whatever that you would right. use in the ride and you could get your photo in there and a couple different like and photo over ops. And on the other uh, like far corner, they had something. I was reading the board that was standing up next to him where like you can make your own GIF or something. Oh, really? GIF. Sorry. No, I like GIF. I don't like GIF. Yeah, yeah. well, the it's inventor says it's GIF. Well, he said it 20 years later, though. That's a that's a George Lucas-style thing right there. Hey, you know what I mean? so if anything should tell you that it's Oh, yeah, GIF well, uh, you know, it's always the story of Darth Vader. Uh, my George Lucas in, uh, impression just gets worse. Like, that, that didn't even sound any, like, it's nothing, you know? <laughs> I never had a great one, but I feel like uh, even a few months ago, it was better than that, that, that was just weird old man sound or I don't know. Oh, well, um, he's getting to be an old man. I know, but he <laughs> so doesn't sound like that. So maybe it's just progressing along with him. Yeah, but the gift gif thing, it's like revisionist history, which uh, I believe George Lucas is the king of Star Wars and also the king of revisionist history. Um, and that's why we love him. So no problem. Um, hmm. Uh, let's see. What else today? Uh, Not much oh, else today, really. Oh, other, the last thing I wanted to talk about from today is the Star Wars show live stage um it's huge it's huge lots of screens i think i counted like four or five screens um nice big speaker setups hanging from the ceiling so hopefully it's gonna be nice and loud because um, as of now that's what we think we're doing for watching the episode nine panel tomorrow morning I'm gonna try to get down there not ultra early we're not gonna get down there at 6 a.m or anything but we're gonna try to get down there fairly early so we can get hopefully get onto the convention floor shortly after 10 shortly after um, you know, the show opens because we won't be right at the front of the line there. At least that's what we're saying now. Chris is really tired. I can see it in his face. He's so tired and he's kind of like, are we really doing that? <laughs> you just make your sandwich tonight and put it in the fridge, Chris. And then when we get up in the morning, we just bolt, you know. Um, so Yeah, we caught up a little bit last night, so we're a little bit tired today. Yeah, but yeah. Um, so, so we're thinking maybe we get there early enough to get in there on the Star Wars show live stage and um and that could be cool so um hopefully that'll work out and we'll see hopefully hopefully <laughs> yeah i mean we're, i'm i'm very excited to see that trailer and to see that whole panel i can't wait to hear what they have to share and i can't wait to see hopefully a title and a poster and a trailer and um that should get us you know buzzing tomorrow i feel like the whole place you know the whole convention center is yeah, gonna be rocking it'll be, it'll be yeah. alive yeah. right after that yeah sure that banner, the uh, the mural, the 88-foot-long mural, it's got the Episode Nine part covered up so they can reveal that tomorrow and uh, and hopefully start. Hasbro has a panel tomorrow afternoon. Hopefully they can start showing off some merchandise maybe related to Episode Nine. And, um, yeah, you know, it's it's a weird thing because the celebrations always kick off with the new movie reveal. Um, and this one, they couldn't do that because... They, well, I mean, because the celebration started today, but they don't have the panel till tomorrow, so they they didn't kick off with you know. It's yeah. like you're walking around today, but you don't have any new info on anything, so yeah. um, it's going to have a different feel once panels start tomorrow. But also once you know we we start to learn a little more about episode nine. So um, yeah, and our uh, our buddy Ryan here should be coming in in maybe an hour, hour and a half, and uh, we'll say hello to him, catch our forty winks, and uh, set the alarms in the morning. 
and get up and, and go back for day two of Star Wars Celebration. So um, hopefully we'll do another um, episode. Well, I'm sure we'll do another episode tomorrow. We've got to break down that trailer and talk about what we learned and all that kind of stuff. So um, it's just a, like a, a little uh, quick rundown on day one. So um, looking forward to more Celebration and uh, coming back and recording about what we find out. So um, we will catch up with everybody again tomorrow. Ryan will be with us. And... Looking forward to a great Star Wars Celebration 2019.